there, friends. I've been extremely busy, um, just working like crazy, and then on my days off, going to the beach, so enjoying myself and whomever of my family members is off the same day. Um, so I just wanted to do a small um, sort of session today. I was just having a think about um, how things get to the state they get, and I um, and I just want you guys to understand the reason why your partner or spouse and now this can also reach to like other people in your life friends you you could have friends that are narcissists so this is not just about your partner but it i mean this mostly about your partner because that's the main influence in your life if you have a partner with this disorder then it's definitely um you know right in the forefront so um the people that um have this disorder their parents and family play into it big time so like when a person is raised a certain way, um, they sort of can fragment or break off and then those broken pieces are still with them. They just sort of roll with the punches and they have to um, they have to cope in life so they have to make certain rules. I've talked about this before to feel okay, to feel safe, to feel better, to feel in control. So like in my case, my ex, his mother was very and is very up and down, never consistent. When he was a small boy, she was like the doting mother. But then as he got older, um, he soon realized that there was something more going on. And when he got to be a man, a young or whatever man, when he, when he was with me, she was very volatile. And even when he was a teenager. He, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but she would do things like say he could go somewhere with a girlfriend, say, and then she would show up there and be like, you didn't clean up. You didn't do the, the garbage or the dishes or whatever, and you need to come home and just humiliate him in front of friends, in front of his girlfriend, which was definitely the goal. Um, there's jealousy there when it's a um, mother-son or a father-daughter that jealousy in this narcissistic personality disorder plays a huge role. So those kinds of things broke. It's like a broken glass in a baggie. There's shards and pieces all in there and they're sharp, but they're all in a baggie. So we're, we're not letting go and we're not healing and we're not getting rid of the sharp parts. We're just going to hold those sharp parts together and, 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 and push real hard and keep on moving. That's what they do. They take all the brokenness, they hold it, and then... They they hurt others to make themselves, you know, so that they can feel like they're in control. And not only like there's the dynamic of the the abusive, you know, I'm going to use abusive as the term because that's what it means to me. When you mistreat somebody and you end up scarring them and making them a, a different person from what they're supposed to be. So that's what I feel like is abusive. There is an abusive factor to it, but there's also the enablers, the enabling parents and they are like hugely toxic because they 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 put thick thick icing over top of the problem and and i guess they i don't know if they recognize the problem or if they just don't want to get into it or if it's easier just to candy coat everything but my ex he had the mother who was like a spider and his dad and his dad's wife were the enablers so he had all the stuff um they would you know he would do he would call them up and uh, something he did was he was so proud of whatever and um 
buying something usually it was about buying something oh, I bought a car I bought a new car I bought a classic car I bought a boat or whatever and he would share that with them and they would be oh we're so proud of you oh son we're so proud of you and they just would just overdo it they lived in a different city so we rarely saw them maybe once a year um but they would so overdo it with with that it was just it was actually just it's so bizarre how they would just dote on he was a grown man with a family and and they would just pour it on pour it on and glaze over everything and, and have and try to have these family get-togethers maybe once a year maybe once every two years at their place and it was so like a stage just trying to be idyllic and trying to have everything just so and he was the good dad father husband whatever and it, it was just a bunch of uh, role acting and they never got down to they knew how I was treated because one time uh, his dad said you know you can get away I was a young mother then I was a young mother uh, quite early on and I said you know what are you talking about and of course I ran to him the next day and said you know what your dad said and of course that put a wedge between them I didn't I was just trying to I thought that would get on his good side like that's the that's the mentality oh I'm gonna go tell him because you know his dad's trying to shaft him but really what he was trying to do was tell me to go to leave because he's no good he's never gonna be good and I didn't see it then but I see it now but now but now and and then and after that they they were just enablers they would be like try to do all the the picture book things like the postcard thing family things and everything was just so off it was so mechanical they knew there was something like they didn't know the whole story they didn't know about the cheating and the abuse but they knew they may have I don't know but they knew something was wrong. They knew he didn't treat me right, that he didn't love me, and that he was just using me. Um, so yeah, we have the abusive parent. Most definitely there's some kind of a mental abuse going on. So it could be very hard to notice because the person, the mother or father could be very sweet, or they could also be crazy. Like like I mentioned, totally like, and, and, and actually his mother would call him as an adult and say, you know, like, oh, I love you. I'm sorry, I was so so bad to you. And then she would, and then she would get drunk or high or drunk and high, and say later on, uh, maybe a couple months later or a week later, who knows? You know, you're a terrible son. I hate you. You're out of my will. And she would flip flop like that all the time, driving him, you know, making him draw into her, like, oh, my mom's coming around, and then pushing away hard. That's messing with him further, even as a young dad and whatever young man so we have the the poisonous parent doing some kind of mental abuse and sometimes like I said it's hard to find out it's hard to distinguish because maybe they're the, they're the sweet sweet super sweet um, mother or father but really they're doing a lot of damage because they're either really uh, putting the guilt on heavy like oh you want to go up with your girlfriend or your boyfriend oh yeah no that's fine and then and then saying things to stop them um, which you know what I mean is not maybe it's because they're sad maybe it's because they're I don't know but there is an abusive parent who is mentally abusing and then there's the other parent or step parent or uh, whatever some influence in their life that is enabling could be a coach could be a mentor could be a family member an uncle whoever is a close person to them enabling them and letting them behave that way and not only letting them behave that way just whenever there's something just over over pouring all the adoration and not checking in and saying you know what I see the way you treat your wife or your husband 
why don't they ever come out with us? Or why don't you ever come out with us? Or why don't, why don't you guys go out and do stuff? Or why does she always look sad? Or what, you know, there has to be somebody in your life that can check you and say like, what's going on here? Let's get down to this. Anyway, bottom line is there is like a generational abuse that go, that's going on here and it will continue if you leave, leave it unchecked. Myself, I'm dealing with my own daughter who is showing these kinds of signs and it scares the shit out of me. You can't just let these kinds of huge things go. You can't just assume that because you got away from the abuser that everything's going to be wonderful. Not the case. Um, not the case. So my daughter is struggling this. And but the good thing about it, which is wonderful, even though it's a terrible situation, she's identifying and seeing and she's scared. She was crying. She's seeing her these pointers, these 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 qualities that she has that are not favorable lack of empathy just don't give a shit people tell you stuff and you're just like whatever and it's not being blase like a young teenager it's seriously not giving a shit having no empathy and there's other things we've talked about so she's identifying with this and saying I think I I feel like I'm acting this way and it scares me and I said well we're going to get you help and there is help there is help for them if they would like it like if they want the help if they see that something's wrong if they see that they're hurting people and it doesn't add up, one plus one doesn't, doesn't add up to two, they can get help. There are a rare few that's, that see the situation and just, I, there are some, I've seen some, I've watched, I've watched uh, videos and I've heard some podcasts of narcissists that are identifying their behavior and getting, trying to get uh, help for it, behavioral help. So there is hope, but it only comes from, and this I have to stress, 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 stress to you, the help for a narcissist, a person who has narcissistic personality disorder, and a a malignant narcissist can only get help if they choose it themselves. They will never take your advice or family member's advice. Um, That It's only self-driven. So don't hang on to, to, to the fact that Oh, they can get help. No, 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 friend. They will not get help driven by somebody else. That will push them in the opposite direction. If one day in life they start feeling like something's not adding up, that they're causing pain, that this has to be self-driven. So don't, I have to stress this and repeat it and repeat it. You cannot fix them. You cannot help them. Um, They have to help themselves. If they can identify that they have an issue then they can help themselves. If they're deep, so deep in it that they can't, that they won't, that they're like, what are you talking about? You're crazy, I'm perfect, you know? They won't get help. They may never get help. Probably 90% and upwards do not get help. Do not reach out, do not try to stop, do not want to break the cycle. So your only way to win against a narcissist is to remove yourself and your children from the equation. Okay, friends, just, uh, just I actually went longer than I wanted to, but I just want to explain that that this is a deep-seated condition. This is not just a a whim of fancy. And this is a condition that's deep-seated, cellular. You cannot fix. You cannot help. Okay, friends, peace and love. And uh, we'll talk soon. Take care.